pack is coming. is ready, Mike is ready, I'm ready, and well rested I must add, but I guess the important question is, are you ready my friends? Hey, welcome to the Michael Brody Podcast, I am Michael Brody and it is wonderful to have you listening today. We are in our third season, analogies, anecdotes, and unapologetic aspirations, heading into our sixth episode of the season, 19th overall. If you are hearing my smooth voice over the mic right now, that means that we've made it to another year here on the podcast. January 20th marks the anniversary of our first episode, The Story Inspiring Now, and my friends, I hope you're not mistaken, we are only going to get better here. You see, there's no prime for a lifelong learner. Rather, there's only growth over time as a lifelong learner applies the many lessons that shape the world around them. I must say, it's been quite refreshing reflecting on our anniversary here because much of it has been rooted in reminders. You know, reminding myself why we even began this learning journey in the first place. Reminding myself of how far we've come. And last but certainly not least, reminding myself of the incredible level of support this podcast offers its listeners. I take great pride in this last point because I believe that genuine support is one of the most simple yet impactful acts we can do as individuals. Support reminds people that they are not alone. Far from it, rather. Support reminds people that others care. More than they think, rather. Support reminds people that their many sacrifices have purpose. A miraculous purpose, rather. With this in mind, it prompts the question, well, how can I support others? I'm here to remind you that you need look no further than the beautiful person you see in the mirror. The greatest support you can give stems from how you live. How you live may serve as an excellent reminder or active support to others. So that's what we're going to talk about today around the campfire. And why don't we just start heading over there right now while we're at it. You see, this chat is rooted in this primary belief I have that's been going around my head and I feel like I've observed it in different instances in my life, different examples that I've seen pop up before. And this belief is that one of the greatest roles we can play in the lives of others is that of a reminder. I'll say that again. One of the greatest roles we can play in the lives of others is that of a reminder. See, I believe this supports one of the most difficult and enduring step of the learning journey. Consistency. And as I break down kind of my understanding of the learning journey, it's very broad. In no way, shape, or form do I feel like this is an exhaustive list. But just to kind of get a... A good picture in our minds here as we get started today, I like to think of the learning journey in three stages. Uh, And the first is open-mindedness. You know, do you have an open mind to to be able to learn? Will you receive what you're going to hear? Because you can hear something, you can hear a fire lesson, but you can block it out if you don't have an open mind. So are you hungry to learn? And then that takes us to the next step, application. Step two, application. 
You know, now that you've learned, you, you feel like you've received this lesson, how are you applying it into your life? So that's beneficial for you. Because even though someone might have applied a certain lesson in their life a certain way and it worked out great, you got to look at your own life and see how does it fit for me? Because you're your own person. You have your own journey, your own story, your own personal bank of experiences. And so that's step two, application. But then step three, and again, this is the most difficult and I would argue enduring step of the learning journey. Consistency. Discipline. Just because at one point in time you, you opened your mind to receive a lesson, you got the lesson, then you moved on to step two and you applied it, are you still applying it years later? You know, just because you learned and applied a lesson when you were in third grade, does that guarantee that you can apply that same, could be meaningful lesson at the age of 23, is the question I ask. And so that's what we're focused on. We want to help people. We want to support people on that consistency and discipline part, because that's tough. Right? And, and the key statement that I have is, as we also get kicked off, and it looks like we've arrived here, but we'll, we'll wait to get the fire started. In this ever-changing world, it's impossible to avoid our memory's lateness. However, in our ever-growing relationships, it's possible to be reminded of our greatness. And so I'll break that down a bit further. In this ever-changing world, it's impossible to avoid our memory's lateness. Our memory is not perfect, right? We can't remember everything. Sometimes we can't remember the anniversary of certain things. Thankfully, remember the anniversary for this podcast. And sometimes even we might remember something, but it's much further down the road, right? The, the window has already closed. The, the opportunity has already passed us by. So how do we ensure that we can remember some things at times, especially the important lessons before it's too late? And then that's where our ever-growing relationships come into play, that the relationships that you've been building. But in your ever-growing relationships, it's possible to be reminded of your greatness. It's possible that you can surround yourself with people that remind you, that shine a light on you time and time again. And how we may do that, you may ask, well, that's what we're going to talk about. And so there's three gems that will guide this conversation, and I'll give you a preview of them. Number one. Let our words remind people of their greatness within. Number two, let our actions remind people of what they deserve. And number three, let our feelings remind people of their impact. So those are the three gems we'll get started today with. And to kick us off, we'll start with gem one. But before we do, let's get this fire started right now. Perfect. All right. A little bit of extra crackles, pops. Looks like we're, we're set and ready to go. So gem number one. Let our words remind people of their greatness within. When I pondered on this gem, I almost felt like, you know, too often we are quick to teach others of what they seemingly don't know, yet we are slow to remind others of the many things they do know. Right? We're, we're very quick to teach and, and make judgments on what we think they don't know. But how often do we actually stop for a moment and take time to think, well, what do they already know? What can I remind them of? to help continue to give them this confidence in themselves. But before I dive into that, I feel like there's three reasons why this may be the case that we're so quick to teach. Number one, taking the extra step to consider what they may know is often seen as just that, an extra step. Ah, uh, that's, that's not as convenient as just jump into the chase with, oh, this is what you need to do. But that extra step is vital. And I, and I ask you a question, just because it may be an extra step does that take away from it being a necessary step? And so maybe we need to shift our perspective and, 
and not looking at looking at it so much as an extra step, but a necessary step. Reframe how we view this. There's another reason why, though, I think this may happen. You know, are there moments where we need to teach others? Certainly. But to me, this is where discernment comes to play. Discernment, you know, the ability to judge well comes to play here. Because they don't know everything, right? I'm not saying they have all the answers. They know each and everything. And, and we always need to remind them because they've learned this lesson before. Absolutely not. But let's take the time to, to have discernment and see, okay, what are some things they do know? What are some things, some gaps I may need to f help fill for them? Let's take that time. And the third reason, it may feel reaffirming to teach others, right? Like, oh my gosh, like, it feels good to share my insight with other people and to have it be a value, right? It kind of evaluates yourselves. It makes, it makes you feel good. I want you to feel good. You know, your insight is purposeful. Your insight is great. But let's take the time to think here. Here's why I think we, we might need to change this type of behavior in a way. Just be more conscious of our behavior here. This may jeopardize our belief and desire to remind others that they are their greatest solution, right? They don't need to go look up and over the mountain and in between, whatever. They need to look within. They are their greatest solution. And while when I say that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that, oh, they can't seek insight and advice elsewhere. Of course, that's encouraged because at the end of the day, we still don't know everything. Always draw them closer to themselves. Let's take that time to see is there a way that, they, have they learned this lesson before, but now they find themselves in a different time period, in a different setting, and they just need to go through it. How can you apply this lesson that you've definitely received before in a new way? And give them that confidence so that the solution is not outside, but rather within, like I said. But honestly, when I was thinking about let our words remind people of their greatness within, I wasn't happy with just giving that explanation. Because I feel like it goes deeper than this, right? You know, I also, you know, let us speak to their greatness without any strings attached or ties to comparison. I feel we have a bad habit. We're very, we, at times we can be very quick to, to, you know, only share these words of positivity when they've done something for us. You know, they just completed tasks. Thank you. You're so amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure you can recall an example like that. Or when it's tied to comparison. You know, they, they do something, they get the highest grade in the class. Oh my, you're so amazing. You're so fantastic. You're incredible. But that's tied to comparison. You're, you're calling them incredible sometimes because they did better than others. And while that's great at, at the moment, you know, they did really well. That's not sustainable. We don't want to get in this comparison game. And so I want to remind us that sometimes we just need to speak to them without those strings attached. You know, without... Uh, you know, any comparison playing a role. Because I think that's, I brought this up on my Instagram story one time. Sometimes when I, I tell a lot of people, you're amazing and you're phenomenal and you're going to do just tremendous things, they look at me like I'm crazy. Maybe I'm too naive. You call everyone amazing. You call everyone incredible. You call everyone phenomenal, Michael. Absolutely. Because I look at potential also. And even if you don't feel great, I believe that you are great. I believe it's within you. And even if you don't stack up in your mind to other people, that's bullshit. Right? You are your own incredible, unique individual, and I want to remind you of that every single time we talk. See, I believe you're amazing, even if you don't feel that way. I trust you are. Let's be honest with people and let them know that they are just truly special. And they don't need any type of comparison metric or 
They don't need to do anything for us for us to let them know. Each and each and every time. In our interactions with others, both in trials and triumphs, let us redirect the focus to the enduring greatness they possess within. Let us remind them of that. Whether that be, like I said, in, in times where they're really stuck and, and they don't know what's going on, but even in times when they're succeeding. And I left something out. Even when they don't feel like they're doing any of those things, on an average day, let's remind them, hey, you are great and you will achieve many phenomenal things. But it's up to you. What does phenomenal mean? What does great mean to you? Not what society thinks that means and how they define great in comparison to other things, but how you see it in yourself. Because I trust it's there. Moving on to gem number two. Let our actions remind people of what they deserve. You know, I feel oftentimes people praise or, or thank me for qualities that I don't wish to be rare. You know, for example, you give me your full attention when we chat. You try your very best to understand where I'm coming from. You don't interrupt me when I share. You thoughtfully think of responses to my questions. And there's sometimes after I hear this that I, I kind of feel sad, like, yeah, I mean, but you deserve this. You deserve to be treated with admiration, love, and respect, especially when I trust that you strive to treat others that way. You deserve this. And instead of being frustrated maybe with society and wondering like, why, why is this rare? People deserve, they, they need this love. I just, I'm just proud of myself. I'm just proud that how I naturally move gives people what they deserve and what they really enjoy what they cherish. And look, I understand that what they deserve can be quite subjective here. You know, like, how are we to discern what they deserve? And what about those who treat others poorly? Do they deserve these same qualities? Valid questions, certainly. But here's the thing. Let us remember that our actions are authentic to who we are, not dictated by how others move. So going back, when when I'm listening to people, I'm giving them my full attention. I'm trying my very best to understand them. I'm providing them with feedback. It's because I really care. I'm curious. I want to learn things. That's who I am. I'm a lifelong learner, right? I'm not stepping out of my way to say, okay, hold on. What does this person deserve? Okay, I'll, I'm going to draw back some of my attention because I know they did this before. I know they did this. I know they did this to another person. No, I'm just authentically moving, right? And thankfully, how I move reminds people of what they deserve, these great qualities that we enjoy and we, we love in people. So consider that, you know, uh, you know, for those that move with ill intent have no place in our lives. And so if, if you're around someone who's always seems like they're being sneaky, then just remove them from your life. But look, I understand, you know, there's situations and those unfortunate situations in which you can't remove these people from your life. Right? Maybe they're, they're a manager at work. You know, you're not just going to leave at this very moment. Or maybe they're a neighbor that you're not going to go through the hassle of sw switching your place of living because of this neighbor. But here's what I challenge you with in those situations, and those unfortunate ones. I challenge you to continue being a fine example of how to treat others. Because you are leading in this situation. Sometimes it might not feel like it because you're not getting the benefit, the immediate benefit of seeing how their behavior changes or or seeing how they're treating you, but that's okay, right? You are serving your purpose in this role. You are being that leader. You can't, you can lead a horse to the water to say, but you can't force it to drink. Just try your best to lead them to the water. 
by your actions, by serving as that fine example, right? And cherish those relationships where people do treat you with respect. Let our actions remind people of what they deserve. Moving on to gem number three. Let our feelings remind people of their impact. I think of, I immediately think of the Maya Angelou quote, and we've shared it here on the podcast, and that's actually pretty dope, you know, because it means that we're in alignment, and some of these themes are reoccurring, and it's amazing. But Maya Angelou once said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, and people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm. People will never forget how you made them feel. But I want to expand on this quote. Just because Maya Angelou said, you know, people may forget what you said or people you know, will forget what you did, it doesn't take away from the significance of your words and actions. Because I would argue that your words and actions it helps inspire how people feel about you. How we make others feel establishes our legacy. Think about the example of LeBron. Cleveland, this is for you. Those words are legendary, certainly. But I, I look deeper. I look at how that made people feel. Those words allowed many to believe that fulfilling a promise, no matter how seemingly insurmountable the odds are, is possible. Even for a kid growing up in the inner city of Akron, Ohio. And sticking with Ohio babies, I think that Steph was also Steph Curry was also born in Ohio. Every jaw-dropping three-pointer, that act, every single time we see that swish, that just incredible half-court shot. Oh my gosh, how did he make that? Well, yes, it's, it's an amazing sight to see. Think about how it made people feel. I can attest to this. You know, it allowed many people to believe that changing a team... I'm sorry, Mr. Curry. Excuse me. Changing the way a game is played is possible for anyone that believes in themselves and loves their unique craft. These men are legends. We all remember how they made us feel. I have a personal story, actually. A friend of mine, Ezekiel Daniel. Ezekiel, I, I know you're listening to this right now. Thank you for you know, being my brother and supporter and fighting alongside me on this journey, and I'm right with you. But the backstory with Ezekiel is, is at one point, uh, we were friends in freshman year of high school. We'd play a lot of PE basketball. You could think of it as PE foes, always getting buckets on each other's heads and uh, you know, on opposing teams because we were the ones that were first picked or we just made the three-pointer first to be captains. But that was kind of where our relationship was at, I felt. You know, we played a lot of ball, but after PE class was over, I didn't really talk to this guy. We follow each other on social media, and, and one day, six or seven years later, I feel like, he sent me a message out of the blue. And it read, Much love and appreciation, brother. Hope you are doing well. He followed this message by saying, I want you to know I'm proud of the man you are today. You are a king, and I expect much greatness out of you. You can count on me, and I'll count on you. Beautiful. I sat motionless for, for many reasons. One, because I'm like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know of the impact I've had on him, just through social media, through what I was been posting, through the words of, of wisdom and, and words of straight confidence and belief in myself that I've been sharing with others inspired him. It filled, with, with, it filled him with love and, and genuine appreciation. I was honored. I didn't even know of the impact I had on him. I had no idea. 
but I feel like that's with a lot of people. We have no idea of our impact at times. All the seeds that we're out there planting. It's amazing. But I was also motionless just thinking about the black community, right? Like two black men reaching out to one another, being vulnerable. I feel like so often that's tough, you know, especially when you're not super close, brother, brother and brother, or whatever you might want to call it. Because we want to uphold our masculinity. We don't want to let our guard down and we don't want to be vulnerable. But to me, that's, an, that's amazing. I've never had that type of interaction and it, it left me feeling incredible. It left me feeling hopeful. It left me feeling inspired. It left me feeling hungry to share this message with you. Just think of that. We have that power to remind people of their impact by just sharing how they made us feel. And just like we talked about with those words, sometimes I feel like we only do that in the negatives. You know, this person really made us stressed out. It really made me irritated. But what about the positive? You really made me inspired. You really uplifted me. You really feel, made me feel encouraged. You helped me feel confidence within myself. Let's do more of that. A lot of us are so powerful, beyond measure. And we just need that reminder at times. We can't avoid our memory's lateness, but we can be reminded of our greatness, right? Through these ever-growing relationships we have. And as we wrap up today, I have a challenge as always, right? Now today's gems served as a helpful insight for you to tackle the challenge of being a reminder to those around you. So go out and do just that. Use your actions, feelings, and words to remind others of their greatness, impact, and what they deserve. I have full confidence in your ability to do so. But, of course, I'd be leaving you hanging if I didn't challenge you to also consider what reminders you can give to yourself. Maybe it's reminding yourself that comparison doesn't make you happy. But rather, it's loving the phenomenal person you see in the mirror that does. Maybe it's reminding yourself that your past mistakes don't define you, but rather, it's your resilient pursuit to take accountability and be better afterwards that does. Maybe it's reminding yourself that what you've done is not your full story, but rather, it's a part of a broader, miraculous story unfolding. You may be thinking, I've already heard versions of these sayings before. Well, fantastic. What a reminder. But there's one more reminder I want to share with you as, we, as we're wrapping up. And that's a reminder from the podcast to you as we move into another year here. And that's I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Remember, our learning journey is for a lifetime. Our mission here is unfathomable to the individual human mind and forever will be. I send my love and truth your way. Make it a rather marvelous day, my friends.